Hello, and welcome back to Someday We'll All Be Dead, a podcast where we talk about all the things with a social work perspective. I'm your host, Hallie Harris, and I'm a hospice social worker. And today, I have dear old mom with me. Hi. And we're going to talk about, well, it's kind of hard to avoid everything that's going on right now. Today is the 7th of January, a.k.a. December 27th. 2021, in case you're listening to this in the future. And the reason that I wanted to have you on in particular is because you are older than I am. I would hope so. And have lived through some significant moments in history. Not like this crap. That's exactly what I want to talk about. So... Today, I want to review some terms that have been thrown around and just the significance of the historical event that we are actually living through. In my day-to-day hospice life, when I have, especially when I have um, boomers, but older than yourself, because you're you're a baby boomer, like baby baby, (laughs) you're at the tail end of it, and... When I ask people that are, you know, centenarians or just next to that, I often ask them about things that they've lived through and how it felt at the time. And very frequently, what I get told is it's, it wasn't as big of a deal at the time. Like, it was a big deal. But when you're living through it, it's not the same as when you're looking back on it and asking someone or thinking about it. Like, when I look back and think about the bombings, the nuclear bombings of World War II, which I know you weren't alive for or weren't aware or around for. You weren't alive for them. It seems like it would have been a really big deal. I mean, that seems like it would have felt like the end of the world. However, there wasn't 24-hour news coverage of it either. And it was happening on the other side of the world, which must have seemed like another planet. So... When I ask people how scary was World War II for them, even the people that went to war don't have the same reaction as the people I ask about things that have happened more recently, which I find very interesting. Yeah, the biggest thing I remember growing up is, I'm not a crook. <laughs> it was Nixon and Watergate and Ollie North and all that. That was quite the scandal back then. I don't know if that's the biggest thing you lived through. You lived through the Vietnam War. Yeah, but that wasn't like like that was. I mean... The Vietnam War wasn't like Nixon being a crook and resigning? I mean, that does seem like a big deal. Yeah. You also lived through JFK's assassination. I did. You lived through landing on the moon. I did. You lived through Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, there were some really big events in your life. But not like this. This is... So why is this different is, is the question. Because I was thinking about it today and yesterday. Like, my first reaction, and if, if you somehow don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the invasion, I will just use that term for now, we'll, we'll get into terms later, of the United States Capitol that was broken into, that Congress people... Five people died. Five people died. Oh, I only heard it was four. Um, 
the capital was broken into that has not happened since the early 1800s when the British broke in and burned it down. 1814. And <laughs> I kept, my first reaction, of course, was a lot of things that we're going to talk about later, which is being angry and embarrassed and a lot of other feelings. But my second reaction was to step back and be like, I'm living through an actual moment in history. Like, I lived through 9-11, and that was a big deal. Yeah. That was a where were you when moment. Well, look at the Civil War. I mean, we were fighting each other, killing ourselves, basically. And that kind of is what this feels like, you know. How, so tell me, how does it feel different than all of the other so many things that I would have thought before yesterday were such a big deal? Well, first of all, we didn't have the media we have now. We didn't have the internet. Mm-hmm. So what you got was on the TV and on the radio. I mean, it wasn't like it is now. And it was in the newspaper. But it wasn't sensationalized. Uh, we didn't have... I don't, it's hard to explain the disgust I feel for our nation right now. Well, try. Because I, I want to hear it from... I will explain my feelings, but you're also a veteran. I am and, a veteran. And I wonder if that also has a bearing on how you feel. Not in this circumstance. Okay. No. Um, I'm disgusted at the way Americans are reacting. Well, I was, kind of, I was discussing during the last election... When Trump was elected. Uh, and it had nothing. It was the way the people acted. It wasn't, it wasn't the fact that the side you didn't want was elected. It was right. the fact that there was just right terrible behavior on both it, sides. Yeah. And it's getting worse every four years. or mm-hmm. And this one has lasted four years. <laughs> which has really exhausted me. So I, and, and how old are you right now? If I'm you don't mind. 71 coming up on 72. Yes. Just so people have an idea of what time frame you've th- lived through. the Basically from the 50s on. Because you don't remember when you were an infant. True. <clears throat> but I have to turn off the TV. I don't look at Facebook. Yeah. Um, Does it feel like every every year since the last at least five years... Every year you think, this is terrible, I have to turn this off, it can't get worse. Yeah. And then somehow it gets worse. And then it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was nothing that could be worse than 9-11. That was horrific. And um, this is, that was sad and depressing and overwhelming. That's why I had to turn that off. I couldn't watch another minute of it. Because they kept replaying it yeah. over and over. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And it was so sad and so devastating, people were glued they couldn't turn off the TV because it was just drowned into it. It was almost like a brainwashing. Mm-hmm. And I had to finally turn that off just because of my own self-preservation. <clears throat> I turned this off because it saddens me and disgusts me away the way our highest politicians are acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been for the last, well, five years. Um, I mean... I, it started be it started before, but I don't remember things being as degraded. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there was mudslinging there. There was that, but this is worse. This is worse than that. Mm-hmm. This is 
literally bullying each other and digging out the biggest dirt. And it doesn't even matter if it's true or not. People believe it, mm-hmm. you know, and then they spread it. And then it spreads anger and dissension. I can't believe we haven't had worse things happen that have happened. Mm-hmm. Really can't believe that we haven't had a, well, we've had civil unrest, but not <clears throat> like I thought it could be. And who knows? That could be coming. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we can have our own, another civil war. They do say history repeats itself. I hope to God it doesn't come to that. But there's a lot of vigilantes out there. Mm-hmm. And skinheads and whatever you want to call them, you know. Proud boys. Proud boys. I don't care what you call them. You know, Jesus. It's, it just saddens me what this nation has come to. We used to be the biggest, the proudest, the wealthiest nation in the country, or in the world. Mm-hmm. Now we're just sad and pathetic, in my eyes. It's pretty embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. It, it, <laughs> you know, you want to say you're from somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and, and let us not mistake that it's not... People always want to immediately go to, if you say something like that, oh, you're not proud to be an American. That's not the point. No. I'm very proud to be an American. And how many, you know, people that are doing this serve their country? Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of them. I'm guessing not that many, honestly, because the percentage of people in the United States that have actually gone into the military is less than 10%. Yes, but I did watch the news on when they went into the governor's mansion. Oh, in Washington. Yes. There were a lot of veterans in that group. Yeah. That saddened me. Mm-hmm. Um, when this all first, not this particular instance when it first started, but when Trump first got elected, it doesn't matter who I voted for. It doesn't matter who I wanted. Mm-hmm. The man was now my president. Right. You know, people are <clears throat> screaming and shouting, no, he's not my president, he's not my president. Well, whose president is he? He's the president of the United States. It doesn't matter if you hate his guts. But that's the difference, I think, is even... They have no respect. Even when that happened, even though people were verbalizing he's not my president, there wasn't, what we'll talk about later, an attempted coup or insurrection. (laughs) There wasn't civil unrest to the point of breaching the Capitol. Right. There were a lot of word slingings, for sure. yeah. And there were demonstrations. There was the pussy hat march. You know. There were demonstrations, but they were peaceful. They were not what this is. Whatever this is. Yeah, this is insanity. This is like a mob mentality. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, what do they call it? It's, uh, It's when everybody gets wrapped up in something, they all get involved. What is that called? It's a mental thing. That's mob mentality. Mob mentality? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it feels like. Like everybody's going nuts, slowly but surely. And a lot of it has sure to do... Sure, psychosis might be what you're thinking. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And a lot of it could be doing with this stupid COVID shit. We've been locked up. Everybody's depressed. They're fed up. They feel they've lost their freedoms. And that's not counting all the people that have literally lost family members. No. Watch them suffer and die alone in hospitals. Yeah. Or nursing homes or wherever else. Yeah. But people are 
People are done. And I understand that part. I don't understand the insanity that's going on now. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't get it. I maybe I'm I'm not a pacifist. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But this this is beyond my comprehension of logic. There's no logic to it. Where is it going to get them? It's not going to get them anywhere. I mean, you've lived through riots. You lived through the civil yeah. rights acts and the yeah. Watts riots. How is this? How does this feel different? Aside from the media coverage, how does this feel different than the civil unrest you saw in the sixties and seventies? Oh, well, this is totally different than that. Well, explain. Help us understand. Well, Help young yeah, people understand. That's so hard to explain. Civil unrest. Now you have to understand. I wasn't raised. And I'm going to say this with There's caution. There's no judgment. Say whatever and nobody's going to judge you. I'm and gonna... if they do, I'll punch them in the face. <laughs> no, I mean, it was it has to do with the ra- way I was raised with my views. I mean, everybody's raised differently. I empathized with the, <clears throat> the race, the riots. I agreed with them. Because those people... Black people, white, not white, because that's, you know what I mean. Native American, anything of color, anybody of color other than white, Caucasian, or whatever you want to call it. Me. Mm-hmm. You know? European mutt. Yeah. They have a right to live their life, you know, in freedom. Without being shot. In without the back. being shot, without being chastised, without being called names. Mm-hmm. without, you know, they're people. You know, if you put a sack over everybody with just eye holes, nobody would be able to tell the difference between anybody. You know? If I cut myself and I bleed, and I cut, if somebody else cuts themselves of a different color and they bleed, you know what? That blood's going to be the same damn color. Mm-hmm. The same color. They're the same on the inside. A little different DNA. They have a better tan than I do. But they're people. Mm-hmm. They're human beings. Yeah. They have feelings. Just like we do. They have opinions. They have a right to an education. They have a right to everything we have a right to. You know? Mm-hmm. I agree with you. So... <clears throat> the race, I don't agree with what's going on right now. I agreed with the race riots because they deserve their right. They deserve what they fought for. You know? Mm-hmm. I understand what they fought for. Because that's just the way I was raised. I hate I, I hate to say it, but I, I wasn't raised with color. Because back in the day, that was the closest you could come to being an ally was being colorblind. We didn't understand yeah. Yeah. now that... Seeing color is important to seeing identity. But exactly. you didn't understand that then. No, I didn't. I, I didn't understand it at all. And I don't mean you in particular. Right, you I know. as in everyone. But when... when uh, I didn't understand prejudice until I went in the military. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I ever saw racism. And I knew black people. I knew Indian people, Native Americans... I knew Japanese, Hispanic people, Chinese people. I knew all kinds of different ethnic backgrounds of people. But to me, they weren't their background. They were people. Mm -hmm. That's how I was raised. Yeah. Uh, And then I went in the military, 
And I just was kind of blown away because I didn't understand. I didn't understand how people treated other people the way they do. I was kind of ashamed, you know. So I was I was ashamed to be white, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's it was horrible. Let me ask you this then, because I feel like we probably talked about it, but so much has happened in this last year. It feels like a decade. <laughs> so. As things escalate and as things get worse, the last thing doesn't seem as bad, right? And I listened to this really great podcast and I've been looking, you know, reading a lot of different editorials on things that have been happening. And um, people were talking about the protests and things that were going on with Black Lives Matter over the summer. Mm -hmm. And not just Black Lives Matter, but, you know race and related things over the summer that were protests. Mm -hmm. And there was definitely some looting and rioting and property destruction. Yeah, I don't go for that at all. But someone made the point today, and I agree with you, I don't think property destruction should have been part of that. I think it was a small group that was either trying to take away from the message or just a small group of extremely violent, angry people. I can understand how it happened, but I don't agree with it. Yeah. And someone made the point that I was listening to today or yesterday that when this happened with white people and actually a federal building, a capital, <laughs> our nation's capital, that they try, that side now tries to play it off like, well, it's just a building. Nobody got hurt. And as if that wasn't as bad or worse than what happened this summer because that was people's businesses now. That should be worse. And it's like... It's a symbol of our freaking nation. Right? That's where all our freaking forefathers have been, served, come from. What What the hell? What I didn't know until I listened to this other podcast because I, like you, have been tuning out a lot of it. I've been checking in once in a while just to keep apprised of what's going on, but I haven't just sat down and watched it kind of like 9-11. Yeah, I can't do it. Um, What I heard today was that yesterday during all the shenanigans that someone actually tried to take the flag down at the Capitol building. I did not hear that. And put a Trump flag up. I did not hear that. I did not hear that either. If it is true, and the in order to do that, they would have had to got on the top of the building. Well, they were inside, so why not? They weren't on top of the building. They would have got shot. It didn't sound like it happened. It sounded like they were attempting to do something. No, it might have been they... on the grounds, not necessarily on the building. It might have been on the Capitol grounds. Yeah. But their point to that was not only that it's a federal symbol, um, but that it proves really that their whole argument is baseless because they're trying to say that they're for nationalism and freedom, but they're not. They're for Trumpism. They're for individualism. It's not about the country. If it was about the country, then the flag would never have anything to do with it. No. And I understand about individualism. I understand that. But individualism as in Trumpism, not like we're not like freedom, individual freedoms. I don't right, know right. Uh, these, as far as I can see, and my opinion, which probably doesn't count for much, these people that are doing this, and they're just a small number of them. It's not, you know, 
thousands and thousands and thousands. It's not like the nation. It's not a coup. Although they would like it to be and they would like to... Well, we'll talk about those definitions a little bit later. <laughs> but continue. They're, they're extremists. Mm-hmm. And there's extremists on every subject you can think of. And this one happens to be the president. Mm-hmm. They're talking about the 25th Amendment, invoking well, the 25th Amendment. Put a pin in that because we're going to talk about that. <laughs> but all these people are extremists. And and there's having, nothing you can do about it. Having extreme views and taking extreme actions. Well, I think a different. lot of that has to do with the frustration of being locked up for a year. <clears throat> I think that's also what spurned on the Black Lives Matter movement. And how big oh, I got. think so too. People don't because, want to wear masks. Because black people have been being killed in the streets for how long? Decades. Since the Civil War before that. Yeah. You know, why Why did George Floyd's death matter more? Why did Breonna Taylor's death matter more? Well, George Floyd's because he was on film for almost nine minutes. We watched him while we had nothing else to do but stare at our TVs. And watch him die. And watch him die. He, in the hands of a white man. He was not different from countless other black men no. that have been killed. No. But and women. Also, black people kill black people. White people kill white people. But it makes a big difference when a white person kills a black person. Or a black person kills a white person. Why? It makes a bigger difference when that person is in a, per, per, in a position of power, like police. Yeah, that officer should have been hung up. And I won't say what they should have done to him, but... They should have done something more than they did. <laughs> and the ones that stood beside them. I don't care if they were rookies. They have a moral obligation to protect the public. That's what they get into law for. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with it. Yeah. You know, he was wrong. He killed the guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care what kind of record he had. I don't care if he's a freaking murderer and got off for murder. If they could prove he was a murderer. I don't care. It didn't give that cop a right to sit on his neck and kill him. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I agree. But. The Back violence. to the point. <laughs> Back to the point. We're getting way off the point. <sighs> All right. So, let's regroup ourselves for a moment. Okay. Let's, let's talk about the language that I've been hearing okay. thrown out. Because. I really feel like, and I want to come back to feeling like we're living in a moment of history. That's one yeah. of the main points I want to get to. But also, <clears throat> I want to get to some definitions. Okay. So, sedition. I got most of these definitions from Wikipedia only because they were a little bit more layman's terms than a dic dictionary definition. But they're, they're the same. Sedition is an over... <laughs> I'm telling you. Is an overt... Conduct such as speech, organization, and organization that tends towards rebellion against an established order. Sedition often includes subversion of a constitution and incitement of discontent towards or rebellion against established authority. Sedition may include any commotion, though not aimed at direct and open violence against the laws. Seditious words in writing are seditious libel. A seditionist is one who engages in or promotes the interest of sedition. So sedition in a nutshell, if that didn't make sense, is basically inciting a riot, inciting a rebellion against an established order. Mm -hmm. So it's 
words mostly. Okay? Mm-hmm. Got it? Got it. Treason. Mm, that's a serious word. <laughs> Both of these used to be, and I haven't looked up the law for this, um, used to be punishable by death. Yep. <laughs> Treason is a crime of attacking the state authority. And when they say state, that's not United States. That's like federal or state, whatever the authority is. To which one owes allegiance. This typically includes acts such as participating in a war against one's own native country, attempting to overthrow its government, spying on its military, its diplomats, or its secret services for a hostile or foreign power. Any of this sounding familiar? Or attempting to kill its head of state. A person who commits treason is known as a traitor. Yes. But... Uh, okay, Still going, going through definitions. Sorry, go ahead. I apologize. <laughs> no, go ahead. Say what you no, know, we're so. going to get back to treason. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Insurrection. Rebellion, uprising, or insurrection is a refusal of obedience of order or order. It refers to the open resistance against the orders of an established authority. Rebellion originates from a sentiment of indignation and disapproval of a situation and it manifests itself by the refusal to submit or to obey the authority reasonable for the situation. Rebellion can be an individual or a collective, and there can be peaceful, like civil disobedience, civil resistance, or non-violent resistance, or violent rebellion or insurrection, which is rioting, terrorism, sabotage, and guerrilla warfare. That is insurrection. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a coup or a coup de tête. Mm. This is a French word literally meaning blow of state. The plural is coup de tête, pronounced like the singular form, also simply known as an overthrow, a takeover, and it is a removal of an existing government from power, usually through violent means. Typically, it is an illegal or unconstitutional seize of power by a political faction, a military, or a dictator. I should have put that one on the list. Many scholars consider a coup de tête successful when the usurper sees and hold power for at least seven days. And a coup attempt may refer to a coup in the works or an unsuccessful coup. Now. Yes. First of all, mm -hmm. they were not trying to take Trump from power. They want him to stay in power. So they right. weren't... Yeah. But that, the way that reads, that's throwing over the government. They're, no, they wanted to... These people want to get rid of the power that be. Now, he is considered the power that be. They were not trying to take over him. They weren't trying to get rid of him. They want him. They want their king. That's, they want Trump in there. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you could turn those around, if that was Biden in there and they did that and they still wanted Trump, then you can bring in all these other things because they're trying to take over the government that's existing. They want the government that is existing to stay. They want Trump to stay. They don't yes. want the government to stay. Well, he I is, hear your argument. He represents their government. 
Well, yeah, yes and no. I hear your argument, and okay. I understand it. Okay. And I agree that the people that broke into it the Capitol... It was wrong, no matter what they did. It was wrong. Right. I agree <laughs> that they want Trump to stay in power. What I would argue, if you will, mm-hmm. is that the Congress right now, or what they were attempting to overthrow or disrupt was the Congress's certification of a new president. Mm-hmm. The current administration in Congress, not the Senate, but the House, who is in charge of certifying the electoral, mm-hmm. is Democratic. Not Democratic as in what our actually country is founded on, but yeah. <laughs> Democratic versus Republican. Yeah. And they also see Pence as a traitor at this point, because Pence told him that... He can't go against the law, which he can't, and overthrow or overturn the election. Mm-hmm. So the he didn't, they didn't go to the White House. They went to the Capitol. I know. They went to the Capitol to seize power of the people. Well, I don't really honestly know what the hell they were doing there besides just being stupid. But yeah, they were trying to stop the electoral valid, validation. validation. Right. Which is the government in power, Mm -hmm. which would technically, I think, could be argued. I can I can see the argument for an attempted coup in that situation. I don't know that that's the words I would use. Right. But I can see how they would want to do that, because this Congress that is currently in session is in power. It is a branch of the government. And that's where they went after. Yeah. Well, they should have covered their faces better because a lot of them better go to jail. Well, that's a whole other thing. But uh, so you recall our three-hour-long session of reading through the entire Constitution yes. and amendments. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> Funny that seems like so long ago because um, I don't remember this even really coming up or being an, an issue. The Twenty-Fifth Amendment. <laughs> I know we read through it in the many, many hours. I I remember being upset that they called Native Americans savages. <laughs> But somehow, I never thought it would come to the point of needing to remember the 25th Amendment. So to refresh... It's come up in my lifetime before. Do tell. Well, for Nixon. Well, he resigned, though. Well, he had to. Were they talking about it before Oh, yeah. Well, tell us about it. Well, they were talking about because... Watergate? He didn't... I'm not a crook? I'm not a crook. Okay. And, yeah, they wanted... When Watergate hit, Nixon, they... Now, remember, I was young. I don't remember when Nixon exactly was. So, that was before or after Kennedy. Uh, it must have been after. It, it, was, it was during after. Vietnam, right after yeah. Vietnam. So. Well, yeah. 70s. In the 70s. Early 70s. Good old 70s. <laughs> anyway, um, Nixon, it, big Watergate scandal, spying and... Wiretaps, yeah, yeah. you name it, they did it. I mean, that's yeah, exactly what we just talked yeah. about. <laughs> and they were going to invoke the 25th Amendment if he did not resign. I see. He did not want to be put out of office that way because he didn't feel he did anything wrong. I see. Because he's not a crook. He was a mini, they classified him back there as a mini Hitler. He's kind of like a Trump, only different. It's the same, but different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He he wanted all power. He was all is everything. 
Mm-hmm. They're very similar people in their mental corrosion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and Oliver North took the fall for all of it. Oliver North? Mm-hmm. Oliver North? Oliver North. I thought Oliver North was involved in the Iran-Contra. Oh, he was involved in Watergate. Oliver North? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. So, that I remember, he took the fall for Watergate. He took the call for everything, a fall for everything. But Nixon resigned. But Nixon resigned because they were going to pull the 25th Amendment on him. And then What's-His-Face pardoned him. Right. And that has been the talk. I mean, actually, before yesterday, the talk was... Trump's probably going to resign a few days before and then Pence will be president for a few days and pardon him because the scholars have been saying you can't self-pardon. Mm-hmm. Pence, I don't think will pardon him. I don't know. Pence is pretty pissed at him. We'll see. I mean, he all of his cabinet is leaving. Even the first lady's assistant <laughs> left, resigned. I mean, they're... Yeah, they're, hear, they're rats that. leaving his sinking ship. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> infuriating is it shouldn't have taken breaching the Capitol uh, no. for people to have quit. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was what, as far as everybody's concerned, now what I've heard, now I haven't listened to all of it. I mean, it's just bits and pieces because I'm really so sick and tired of all the politics <laughs> and crap that Trump, I don't know, I can't quote what he said. But what I'm gathering, and it's not just from one news source, it's just from a mm-hmm. whole bunch of different mm-hmm. bits and pieces, that he's incited this whole thing. Oh, definitely. I've heard and it. Now I've heard he's, the videos. And now he's turning around saying, what you did was wrong. <laughs> well, Don't do it anymore. Go home. Well, oh, not even in, not even that. Not even in those strong of terms did he say that. He said... They still stole the election from us. Yeah. But, and things happen, but go home. Yeah. That's how he said it. Well. And then he got, I'm sure, is really pissed because he got banned from Twitter. <laughs> well, he's back on now, so they only banned him for 12 hours or something. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's, it's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad to me to watch this country fall into... The dregs as what it is in now. I mean, we are better than that. I used to think so. Well, we should be better than that. We've got a long way to go. The majority of people are better than that. We've got a long way to go. Yeah, but it's not everybody. You get no. That's not everybody. That's going to be the problem. Hmm. Nobody now is going to be able to have an opposing opinion. Because it's going to upset some freaking mamby-pamby, no opinion, whatever. I don't know. The whole thing just pisses me off. And it, if people would just grow up. We used to be adults in this nation. Now we're just five-year-olds fighting <laughs> for a playground spot. Well, that's what it seems like to me. You know, nobody talks about anything civilly. They all have to yell. They have to argue. They have to be heard over somebody else. You know? Mm-hmm. It, it's That's not the way we were taught. Well, 
I mean, in truth, that's Were always, you taught that way? That's always been the way politics has been. I mean, if you go no. back... Uh, if you go back and look at the early founding fathers, someone got beat with a cane in the Senate. Oh, yeah, that was I mean, different. that kind of bickering has always been going on in politics. Yeah, that's true, but not to the extreme it is today. And we also didn't have 24-hour news coverage of it. Exactly, and I wish we wouldn't. I wish they would just shut off the news. Just do local news. Don't even do national news. National well, news. We can't even do local news anymore because they're all bought out by national companies. <laughs> all right, so let's. It's already been. 36. I want Walter Cronkite back. <laughs> all right, let's get to the twenty fifth amendment here. All right, and I will remind people what this says very quickly. In case of the removal of the president of office. Or his death or resignation, the vice president shall become president. Now, as I've heard, this was written with the idea that someone could go mad with power. But the original thought was, what if someone gets kidnapped? What if they get killed? Mm-hmm. You know, there has to be some kind of plan in place. If well, that that's happens. why there's a vice president. Right. That's uh, why there's a chain of command. Yeah. Whenever there's a vacancy in the office of vice president, the president shall nominate a vice president to take office and be confirmed in the Congress, blah, blah, blah. Whenever the president transmit power to the president pro tempora, uh, the Senate and the Speaker of the House make a declaration, blah, blah, blah. We don't care about that part. So, hold on. I frankly don't think any of this is going to happen because there's only 14 days left. Well... I've heard arguments for both. Well, we'll get to that. So, sorry, just trying to skip ahead here. When it's talking about... Uh, of course, I can't find it in the actual And language. the president can argue. Well, so the, the 25th Amendment, I'm trying to find where it actually says it in here, but basically, if the vice president and the majority of the cabinet members find that the two-thirds president majority. is yeah. unfit, he can be immediately replaced. Yes, it's two-thirds majority. Right. I was trying to find where that literally said that in here, and I'm sure it's in here somewhere. I'm just not finding it as fast as I'm oh. looking. If the Congress, this is if the Congress within 21 days receipt of the written blah, 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 this is, that's not it. That's, that's so they can put him back into power. So the Congress can, with two-thirds majority, say, no, Vice President and Cabinet members, you were wrong, and put him back into power. That's what that part says. But the initial, if that they find him to be a madman, which it seems like he is being right now and has I feel access to son. nuclear codes. Yeah, I feel terrible for his son. Because he had nothing to do with this. Not all the other ones. We're talking about yeah. Baron, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I've heard arguments. I've heard arguments about them either doing that, the 25th, or to impeach and remove. For... It would take too long for either one of those things to happen. It wouldn't have to. It can, actually. The government actually can move fast if they want to. If they want to, but they're not going to because there's only 14 days left. Well, Pence already basically took over yesterday. He's the one that called in the National Guard. He's the one that put out a statement saying, knock it off. He went around the president. the reason the president said Pence is a wuss. Yeah, well, 
Pence was smart. Yeah, he was. And he took charge because he had to. And, you know, that's why they started talking about it. It's like, okay, so who really is in charge? Because obviously Trump is not doing what he's supposed to be doing. Um, and is inciting violence against our own government, which is insane. <laughs> but I've, I've heard the argument, and it's not that I don't disagree with it. If nothing happens to him. Now, part of me is like, you know what? Who cares? Let him go off into a hole, rant into an echo chamber, and just, I don't want to hear about him anymore. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. Just let him go do whatever. But if that happens, and he is not held accountable for anything he's done... What's to stop the next person from doing it? There's no consequence. They've already tried to hold him accountable. Accountable. They couldn't impeach him. They didn't impeach him because the Senate chose not to. But that was before he incited people to break into Congress. Now, there's still seven congressmen that need to also be held accountable for what they did yesterday after the fact. But what there were... Do? I missed this news. So this was... <laughs> Thank God... This was when they started out trying to certify the election results. Right. I remember that. And there were already congressmen who were going to be making a show and being assholes. I did hear that where they were going to reject. And then they had to go into a two-hour session. And all of it was futile because the House had enough votes to, to put it through regardless. I did hear that they came back and first certified the vote. They did, but there was still, even after that... Even after they got taken over and put out of their offices and brought back at 8 o'clock and made all these speeches. And some of them did say, okay, now, apparently, now this is the last straw. <laughs> I know all you in podcast land can't see my face right now, but you can imagine <laughs> it from the tone of my voice. But there were still, like a senator or representative, I can't remember, Holly from Missouri. H-A-W-L-E-Y. I heard a lot about him today. Um, who has lofty notions of being the president himself at some point. Uh, Won't happen after. <laughs> who continued to incite this and reject and make a big deal and force them to go out for two hours for a ridiculous, no reason situation. And even McConnell, who I despise and hope gets gout and dies a miserable death, that's horrible. I said it. I'm willing it into existence because he's terrible and done terrible things for the American people. Even he yesterday said, if we don't certify this, no one's ever going to believe in a fair and honest election. You're messing up my list thing here. Oh, sorry. I'm I keep it, it here anymore. so that it doesn't, the cord doesn't fall down. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I was playing with it. Um, I Fake news. Even he said, we need to certify these elections. No one's ever going to have, you know, believe in the results of a free and fair election if we don't do our freaking jobs. Senator Lindsey Graham, who is also a POS and hypocrite to the nth degree on so many accounts from his own mouth. Even he said, these people need to get out of the Congress. Were there any Democrats in here that were assholes? I'm just trying to figure this out. There's always Democrats that are assholes. There's no doubt. There's assholes on both sides. We need to have a different name. We need to come up. This country needs to come up with a different name other than a democratic system. 
Because. Because it's confusing? It is confusing. I'm sure it's confusing to a lot of people because you got Democrats and Republicans. And then you got the Democratic system. Yeah, I could see where that would confuse a lot of people. Well, we should have more than a two-party system, number one. We shouldn't have any party system. We should be able to vote for whoever we want to vote for. I I have a feeling some of that is going to start happening at, at a minimum on the conservative side because they're going to go with classic conservatism. Now tell me if you think Trumpism. this is true. Hmm. They've been trying to get rid of the electoral vote. <laughs> no, it's, it's not going to happen. But yes, people have been trying to do it since the 60s. Yeah. Well, the Democrats... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Have it, said it was a Democrat in the 60s. They want to get rid of the electoral vote, which I think would be awesome. It's outdated. We don't need it anymore. There was a time we did need it, yes, because we didn't have all the technology we have today. We no longer need it. I will tell you why it will never happen. Why? The Electoral College protects people in conservative states. They can put in their little ballot like everybody else. But they will argue that their state is not represented. The Electoral College We have is, senators ah, in every state. You wanted me to answer this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I apologize. The Electoral College is the Senate of the Congress, whereas the popular vote are the House of Representatives. Meaning, the House of Representatives is based on the population of each state. That's why each state has a different number of House of Representatives. California has like 40 representatives because they have like 50 million people. But they only have two senators because every state only gets two senators. So no matter if that state has 100 people or 40 million people, they get two senators apiece. They will argue that the Electoral College is equaling out the popular vote by having all states represented rather than the populist vote. And the only people that have ever benefited from that so far... Are Republicans. People, the last two times when the popular vote was won by a Democrat, but the Electoral College was won by a conservative, were, both times it was a Republican and they won. Mm. And you remember George Bush and Al Gore. I try not to remember any of it. So I hate politics. To get rid of the Electoral College, there's two ways to do it. Number one, Two-thirds of the Senate would have to agree and make an amendment, which is probably never going to happen, not in our lifetimes. <laughs> Certainly not in your lifetime, no offense. No. And, and or basically the same amount of states, or I think 35 states, would have to uh, agree that all of their electoral college votes, how does that work? They would have to agree that the way that they process electoral votes has to do with the, pop the popular vote in their state. It seems to me, I, I've heard something about that happening. Some states do it right now. Lately, that the electoral college, the electoral vote from a certain area, and there's some states that have a lot more electorates than others, mm -hmm. uh, that they don't believe that they're electoral vote was counted correctly. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're trying to argue. No, no, I don't mean Democrat or Republican. It wasn't a specific. It was, uh, 
Oh, I'm trying to remember. I'm old. Can't remember anymore. I'm so sick of politics. I just spit. So no wonder I try to forget it. Every state has a different amount of electoral votes. You're right. And every state determines on its own merits how they're going to cast those ballots. So it could be that a state has five electoral votes, let's say, and they choose to give all five of their votes to whoever got the popular vote. There's also a way where you could do like whoever gets the majority gets three votes and the other one gets two votes. There's also a way where they just say F it and the con the legislature of that state can decide to go against the popular vote and put all their electoral votes ho to whoever they want, which is what he was trying to do, which states resisted. Hmm. I don't know. I, I stopped listening a while ago. <laughs> Are you done with uh, the 25th Amendment? Yes, I'm done with Feel like I'm you done. had something else to say about that. No. No, but it won't happen. Then the reason it won't happen is because there's only 14 days left. I realize they can act very quickly. A lot can happen in 14 days. But he did make a statement. I heard that, that he is, finally said, I lost and there'll be a transition of power. I didn't hear it it's going to be a peaceful transition of power. Did you hear it from his own mouth? Yes. Because I didn't hear it. I'm not buying it, but I heard it. <laughs> and that's one reason... That they're not going to do it because they're going to trust God help us all <laughs> that he means what he said. There's, by now, he's realized he has to unless he's Hitler or Nixon reincarnated. <laughs> he has to realize he can't be Nixon reincarnated. He was already alive when Nixon was alive. <laughs> he's got to realize by now it's all futile. Well, I mean, quote, Pence stabbing him in the back, unquote, was the last, the, this, this process, all of their uh, legal actions have been dismissed by the courts. Mm -hmm. He thought he was going to win by placing people in the Supreme Court. He lost. Yeah. Every state law has been I know. thrown out. I heard it Lawsuit. All. And the Electoral College certification was his last bastion of hope, even mm -hmm. though it was not really. No. So... There's no way for him to hold on to power unless he actually incites a riot and an insurrection. He already tried that. But Pence won't let him do that. Pence is... He won't. Mm. No, I don't think he will. I think he has seen the light. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I'm serious. It's rats leaving from a sinking ship. After yesterday. Yeah. They're all gone. They're going, I'm out. I'm done. I'm at it. I'm done with this insanity. Most of them. Well, it doesn't take a lot. Well, some of them are still in Congress and will continue to be in Congress. Well, Ted Cruz. Yeah, well, that's that's a whole different story. I'm talking about his White House. There's nobody left there. They walk His away. cabinet, yeah. His cabinet. They're going, we're done. Mm -hmm. You're nuts. We're gone. And it wouldn't <laughs> matter to me if he was Republican or Democrat. He's nuts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, Ugh, I hate politics. I know. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about it. But let's end on a positive note. Well, I don't know if we're going to get there, but let's get back <laughs> to the main point. All right. <laughs> which was living through a moment in history. Yeah, this is one I wish I didn't have to live through, but go ahead.
I can see now why it feels different living through it versus looking back on it. Yeah. I've in my 43 years, I've lived through some pretty big moments in history. Yeah, you have. And I don't think about them every day. They're not part of my regular everyday life. But when I look back on them, I'm like, wow, that was, you know, I remember that happening. I remember what was going on or you know, all the craziness and this whole last year is a moment in history, kind of like a war. The last 15 years of my life, we've been at war, which is different. Yeah. You know what the weird thing is? Hmm. Inslee, mm -hmm. <laughs> they marched on him mm -hmm. just like they did the Capitol building because they view him in the same vein as they view Trump. He's saying, and I'm sorry, but... I don't want to talk about politics. Anymore. I don't, but <laughs> I had to compare the two because Inslee, people are getting tired. They're bucking the system now. They're starting to say enough's enough. They're all losing everything and nobody's doing anything for them, including our own government. Sorry, but it's not doing anything. And people are... I understand why they're so upset because they're, they're losing their jobs. They're losing their businesses. Their, their livelihood, you know? They're losing everything, and they're frustrated. And and now, who's going to be our president? Biden. Biden. <laughs> See how soon I forget. <laughs> Biden. Probably shortly after that, Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Biden said right away, first hundred days, you're going to be wearing masks. People won't do it. They're going to start rebelling. They're already the rebellion's already started, and I don't mean a violent one, but it's already started. People are letting people back in their restaurants, bucking the system. Screw you. I already owe more than I can ever pay back. So I'm going to do it anyway. Go ahead and find me. You know what I mean? Do you hear what I'm saying? Does it I, make sense to you? I hear you. you. <laughs> I don't agree with you, but I hear you. And that's how the rest of the country should be talking. Exactly. I completely understand the exhaustion and fatigue of this pandemic. Yeah. I completely understand that people feel like their government, both state and, and federal, should be helping them if they're telling them to shut down. I agree that some of the rules that uh, Inslee has put in place do not seem fair and just across the board. Completely agree. I think they're misguided in putting all that blame on Inslee because the federal government should be giving them relief. The federal government is the one... Oh, I agree with who that. ...who didn't take care of this pandemic in the first place and is forcing states who don't have the resources... Yeah, I agree with that, too. ...to tell these places to close and not giving them any support. Yeah. If the federal government, then or now, and hopefully in 14 days, Congress will get together and do something, could have given these businesses grants... Immediately yeah. to say, here's your money, shut down. Yeah. That would have been a very different scenario, and it didn't happen. No. And then it continued on and on, and exhaustion, and Black Lives Matter, and looting, and yeah. politics, and craziness, and everything else happened, and now it's been a year, and people are frustrated and tired. Yeah. And broke. Some of those people that marched on our government capital, our state capital, were also screaming they wanted culp in place. Huh? Yeah. 
This wasn't just about the frustration with the pandemic. Okay. I did not hear that. Oh, yeah. They broke down the governor's mansion gates and were yelling that they wanted cult. I did not hear that. Now, for people listening outside of Washington State... Lauren Culp was a governor, a gubernatorial uh, candidate from Eastern Washington, a very small town in Eastern Washington. He was a sheriff there, and he had flaunted the fact that he refused to follow lawful orders from from the state that the people voted in. Doesn't really matter if you agree with them or not. The fact that a sheriff is not going to enforce the law is problematic to me, whether you are Republican or Democrat. True. Also, your only experience as a sheriff in a small town, I don't want you running the state. He was the only cop in town. And they got rid of his job right they after did. he lost. He got fired. <laughs> and then he claimed election fraud. Yeah. By the way, Washington State's Secretary of State who runs our elections is a Republican. Who I revoted for and who got reelected because she does a great job. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter if you're doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah, if you're doing a good job, doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican. So, Just so you do your job. I Let's end on a happy note, please. Ending on a happy note is, I think we have way more in common with everyone than we give ourselves credit for. I think we agree on way more. Not just you and I, but the country. I think there's a lot of values and things that we find important that we all agree on. We just can't see it right now because we're too busy screaming. That's true. There needs to be a lot more talking and communication and less screaming. I'm really, really hopeful that with Warnock and and, uh, Ossoff's win in Georgia, which is amazing that Georgia flipped blue, Thank goodness for Stacey Abrams and the entire crew in Georgia that helped get voter turnout. And now the Senate is literally 50-50. And Kamala Harris, as the vice president, will be the tiebreaker in the Senate. Who will soon be the president. (laughs) Which means Mitch McConnell is not the leader anymore. He is not able to hold shit on his desk and keep people from at least voting on it. They actually have to work together because it's 50-50. Nobody... I mean, we have the majority, but not really. It's where it should be at this point. It should have always been 50-50. There should have never been one higher than the other. Well, the problem is they don't get anything done because they all they do is push Argue. to get higher. But I'm hoping because Joe Biden has been in the Senate for so long and has been able to work across the aisle for decades. You know, I know people are against career politicians, but... To have the experience to be able to work with someone across the aisle is important. And he has that. He's not my favorite person. He was far from my first choice. But he's going to be the president. And all I can hope is that the next two years, this presidency and this administration does everything that they can to support that white middle class community, rural communities, that are so frustrated because they're losing their coal jobs or their fuel jobs or whatever. Like, let's help bring middle America into the 21st century. Let's make sure those kids in middle America have broadband or those people that are working in coal mines have jobs in solar energy. Let's figure it out so that we can actually bring everybody together and not just keep 
you know. And, and that's not even Let's to mention the, the racial divide. all get together and sing Kumbaya. <laughs> I'm not singing Kumbaya. <laughs> but I'm saying the Democratic Party has to get back to its roots. Yeah. They can't just say, yay, we won, and that's it. Oh, we are a nation divided. The dissension in this nation has not stopped, and it won't be stopped right away. It's going to take a while to heal. Mm-hmm. And... We're going to have a big bandage on us for a long time. Mm-hmm. Sad, but we are. But we can heal from this. We can. But we, we are a baby nation. Honestly, this is my positive note. Yeah. I look back on history a lot just to calm my nerves and understand that this is not the first time in history that crazy shit has happened. <laughs> and I've been doing that for probably a decade now. <laughs> Looking back at history and seeing where we've come. And where we're going and how many terrible things have happened in the past. And our country is still a baby compared to countries in the world. Yeah. We are also one of the few countries that is a melting pot. Yeah. We are an experiment. <laughs> we haven't done very well. No. We've had our moments. But we are very slowly going in the right direction. And we take a few steps back and then we go in the right direction. Got we it. got rid of slavery. We had civil rights movement. We have um, legalized abortion, we, and that needs to be improved. We have legalized gay marriage. These are all huge social movements that have happened in a relatively short period of time in the history of humans. We are moving in the right direction. It doesn't feel like that right now. I am also disgusted about what happened yesterday as a citizen, as a veteran, as so many things. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. I can't even come up with all the words that it is. But it's over now. I hope that nothing else happens in the next 14 days or next two years. That's worrisome to me. It is. And it's going to take a long time to heal that wound. You're right. It's it's a sucking chest wound with a Band-Aid on it. Yep. At some point, we're going to have to put a tourniquet on the neck. Yeah, because we'll bleed out if we don't. Yeah. So what's your uh, positive hope before we end? Give me some positivity and wisdom from your boomer years. Positivity and wisdom? Mm -hmm. Right now, I don't feel very positive, but I hope, my hope is that we just calm down and start communicating and work with each other and not against each other. It's, you know, communicate. My happy note is, and this is something I'm not really talking about because it's completely been overshadowed. Do you remember Merrick Garland? He was the Supreme Court pick by Obama that Mitch McConnell effed over. No, I don't, you know, politics, you know. He was... A nominee in Trump's last year, and they said, "No, no, we're never gonna do oh, that." Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember. Everybody loved him, and he didn't. Nobody, want, he didn't want him. Biden is going to make him the attorney general. Well, good for him. And it, I know he's just another old white guy, but in this case, it just gives me joy that Mary Garland got some amount of respect and <laughs> just deserves. <laughs> he doesn't get to be on the Supreme Court, but. He gets to be attorney general, and that does make me happy. So there's that. Yep. 
Also, in 50 years, we'll both be dead, so who cares? <laughs> well, people need to start caring now because you're gonna, we're going to tear ourselves apart even after we're gone, which is a sad thought. That's exactly what this podcast is about. We need to come together because Someday the whole we'll reason, all be dead. <laughs> the whole reason is because someday we'll all be dead. Before then, let's make this world worth living in. Just make it a happy place. Let's go back to this. I know. We'll go back to. <laughs> oh, God, what? We'll all go back to being hippies. Hippies? Flower power. Well, love. I peace. am going to be doing a ketamine study pretty soon. Not so. war. <laughs> go back and listen to all the old music from the 60s. Must legalize marijuana across the states. I think they are working on it. We'll see. It still costs one drug or whatever. Yeah, The government's working on declassifying it. I hope so. Yeah. All right. Let's, on all, that get, note, let's all get stoned and be happy. Isn't that a song? Everybody just get stoned. <laughs> yeah, so you should listen to the music from the 60s. You'd learn <laughs> something. Because someday, we'll all be dead.